Hello. Hi, it's been so long. Um, it's me, Sandra, and this is the Six Bit Sandra podcast. And I'm wishing you a happy Valentine's Day, which it is at this moment. It is a beautiful morning in Los Angeles, and um, I wanted to give you this recording that I did with Dr. Lindsay Doe of Sexplanations, the podcast, the Patreon, the YouTube channel, the tour. Um, she's fantastic. Um, we recorded something for me. We recorded something for her. So I think she released it on her Patreon. So Sexplanations, um, Google it, look it up. It's awesome. Support her. She's great. Uh, and yeah, it's been a time and I haven't been here uh, in your ears um, fresh for quite a while. And um, I apologize. I let a lot of life things really, uh, well... I was not good at life things, not good at all, um, including a lot of shame and including making really poor choices of who I was allowing in my life. Yeah, the beginning of 2019, which was a year ago, geez, and I was really excited about getting back into podcasting, getting back into um, and like exploring ways to support uh, the show moving forward. And I, yeah. I was pumped and I had a really wonderful supportive person in my life that turned out to be very um, jealous and abusive and scary. And um, that turned into, when I finally ended that, it kind of just turned into a lot of shame. And I don't want to make this really depressing right now, but I guess what I'm saying is like fast forward to this moment in time, my life is awesome. I am much healthier and it's time to kick regular shame in the booty um, yeah, because I spend so much of my life wanting to normalize and uh, just allow permission for uh, diversity in sexuality and gender and love lives and uh, relationship choices. And yet, in just regular life shame, I'm like totally just a hot, hot, um, curled up ball mess. And yeah, it's weird. It's weird. So here I am on a Valentine's Day morning and just really appreciating you and appreciating this life. And uh, I just wanted to give you this recording. Um, There'll be more to come. And well, ooh, and I'm also trying to not like promise things and just do them. Either do things or I don't do them. Because if I say I'm going to do something and I don't do it, I end up just feeling so bad um, that then I can't do more things. It's very, it's a terrible cycle. Don't, don't do that to yourself. Yeah. Fulfill your obligations, integrity, stuff. <laughs> um, so let's just, huh. I had a really good time with Lindsay Doe. She was driving uh, through the world in her RV. And uh, she is a sex educator and a sexologist and so many things. It's been uh, over a month since we hung out. And I just adore her. And I feel like she gets me on a level that I don't feel with most people. So I just mm, was just so thankful that she made some time to sit down. So uh, let's talk with Lindsay Doe. I think we talked about something that I've been thinking about a lot lately, which is what is uh, sexual satisfaction? Um, so yeah, I hope, that, <laughs> I hope that's what we were talking about because um, one of my promises to myself is that I wouldn't like stress out so hard about like making everything perfect. Um, so that I can just talk to more people about sex, which is what I really love to do and I miss it so much. Oh, so um, no matter where you're at, what day it is, how you're doing, 
whether you're feeling good or bad or uh, loved or lonely or wherever you're at. I just, I don't know. I just am so glad to just be here with you right now. Yeah. Oh, bye. Hello, friend. It is I, Sex Nerd Sandra. I don't know why that's my starting the podcast voice, but that's what I did. Um, hello. I am sitting here with Dr. Lindsay Doe of Sexplanations. Um, Hi. Is that? Hi. Yeah. Sexplanations, Sex the YouTube channel, the Patreon, the podcast. The tour. The tour. Yeah. I'm very excited to go outside to see your sex ed RV. <laughs> I'm excited too. Yeah, I, I knew you were, like, I was walking my dog being like, oh my God, I want to hang out with, with Lindsay. And then I look over and realize your RV is right there and it's just like, boom, clitoral, like, network. Like, <laughs> there's some legs for you, engorgement right on the side of your RV. Woo! Yeah, it's so cool. It's beautiful, the, the colors and everything. Like, so you've been traveling all around the country talking about sex ed. Yes. We did 38 states, and now we're on a second run of it where we're going north to south into Baja, California. Oh, my goodness. So you're going north from here? Well, north. we came from Oh, Montana, north to north south. south. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Um, oh, so you're almost done. Well, we're, we're on to the, another destination. Okay. I want to move to Mexico and live there and learn Spanish and... Um, enjoy the sun and learn to kite surf and um, try new cultural things. Can I visit you? Please. Yes, because I really need to become fluent in Spanish for like medical work. Okay. Like, and I want to hang out in Spanish-speaking countries. I'm like, oh my God. Yes. That would be yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Well, great. Done. The I'll end name of podcast. My guest room after you. <gasps> the, the snurd hut. The. Oh my God. <laughs> A snurd is one of the ugliest contractions I've ever heard. And I'm just like, ah, I wish it were. Anyway, um, so I haven't podcasted for quite a while. There's a lot. Like, we can talk about that in a little bit. But something that's been on my mind, and I'm so excited you're, you're right in front of me, um, is that I've been thinking about how sexual satisfaction is thought about to people. And it's often equated with orgasm. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you knew this. <laughs> <laughs> um but you know when like people tell you that how it is and then in your own experience it feels very different yes i find that i feel sexually satisfied by a lot of different things but i don't have a lot of community around that experience like i haven't talked to a lot of people about it i'll it's, be your community yeah so we just recorded, so like if anybody wants to hear what we just recorded with you, they would go to patreon.com slash sexplanations. Is that? They could go to Sexplanations Podcast on Patreon, or they could go anywhere there are podcasts. Oh, okay. So it's, it's a explanation. So it's a gift to your, your patroneers, but also. Yeah. It's, well, it's a gift to the community to be like, hey, in addition to the videos that have been so wonderful of all of you to be a part of for all these years, let's, let's do more. Here's another thing. Cool. More things. Yeah. Sweet. Jealous. Jealous. <laughs> um, cool. So I find that, like I told you, that like uh, giving energy to someone, like being the more active person in sex is like totally hits a satisfaction thing. Like being pen like having penetration like gives my body a sense of satisfaction. Orgasm, like some days I just want an orgasm. I don't care about any of the other things. And there's like 
at least six different versions of feeling sexually satisfied that I kind of aim at. Um, and you seemed really lit up by this. Mm -hmm. um, do you feel like this is true for you too? Do you think it's like everybody? Are we weird? What's happening? What do you think? For sexual satisfaction or arousal or... Because for me, when you're talking about those six things, it's not just... I don't know that it's satisfaction. It's just, um, I guess, how my sexuality, that energy gets compartmentalized mm -hmm. into what it wants. But I don't know about its needs. Mm -hmm. Oh, one versus deep. needs? We, we, need, we need, like, um, some time on this. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, I think the one I would add to it is chocolate. <laughs> okay. Because... When I was younger, I read in something, like who knows, maybe a magazine, that there's a, an ingredient in chocolate that triggers the same part of the brain as orgasm. Mm -hmm. And so when I am feeling that sense of that hunger for sexual satiation, regardless of whether or not it's orgasm or penetration or energy exchange, I can eat dark chocolate and subdue. Really? Yes. Interesting. Might be mind over matter, but whatever. It works because hey. I can't always just like stop what I'm doing and fuck. So like, yay. That sounds like the most delicious placebo. If At, <laughs> at the worst. Yeah. At the worst, it's, you know. Um, okay. Let me reframe it. So let's say um, a male-female couple tends to have penetrative sex like to as their main way to have sexual pleasure together and satisfaction, right? And orgasm. We're going to go with this as a hypothetical? Okay. This is a hypothetical. But classic, as time goes on, let's say one of them can no longer be penetrated or can no longer get erect. So suddenly, oh no, their classic thing that they want to do, they can't do, and they have to figure out other ways to have sexual pleasure together, right? Mm -hmm. That may or may not include orgasm. And that can be really hard for people, and this is so common. It's like to have to like figure out different ways to have sex. I think I have created a different reality for myself. Oh, okay. I, I probably existed there where, where you're describing, especially when I was working with clients. Of like, oh, okay, here's where you're coming from. Here, here's a way to expand your definition of sexual expression. But I think because, I don't know, I've just like created this alternate reality where everybody does more than that for their sexual expression. So it's about the skin and it's about the mind and breathing. And I no longer try to, um, I don't know, uh, like even think that it starts with penetration and then you have to navigate lack of lubrication or lack of erections. Mm -hmm. I just start with mm -hmm. everybody's got it figured out, hmm. but you don't. Well, it's not that it's like, I remember when I started to notice, like, okay, let's say a sexual encounter would be vaginal penetration, getting aroused, making out, maybe some boob play, a little butt grabbing, um, and some dirty talk, right? So that's like, that's six things. Yes. I don't know why the number six keeps yeah. coming up for me. If I had to choose one of those things to f like walk away, high five, and be like, ah, now I can move on with my day, what would I choose? And I think I found at some point that making out is a thing that I would need to feel like that connection, yummy, feeling kind of sexy with my partner experience. Oh, yeah. 
intimacy. Right? It's like, what is that thing that kind of makes us feel satisfied enough that we can go do another thing and be like, ah, I did something sexy. For some people, it's like, I need orgasm. You're looking at me like... Yeah, yeah. I think I'm I w- with you. So... I feel like depending on the day, the week, how my life is going, what can give me that sense of sexual satisfaction is different. Okay. We'll use the term for it. So are you wanting to know mine? Yes. Okay. So I feel the, mm, the urge, whatever that is. Sometimes it's, I can have chocolate and just pass the moment. Sometimes I need to experience what I call shoveling. Like I need What's shoveling? a dick shaped object to oh. go in and with the Corona, the crown, the uh-huh, like uh-huh. that ridge on the head, uh-huh. the penis, pull out whatever kind of sense of congestion in there. It's like, it's I like need pelvic to, exorcism. Yes. Well, because yeah, an exorcism is a different thing for me. Oh. Which oh. feels like it comes from an orgasm itself where I'm like blasting demons out of my vagina. <laughs> okay, shoveling and exorcism, two different things. Yes. Okay. Because um, shoveling feels more like just being worked and stretched and having a, a physical therapist. Like if I'm a, a really hardcore athlete and I just mm-hmm. ran a marathon and they're like, get down on the table and I'm going to stretch you and make it feel yeah 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 no I'm all about that I love that internal yoga like sports massage (laughs) internally yeah Yeah, that's how it feels exorcism that's getting rid of the demons okay um and sometimes there's like a clitoral exorcism which is this much higher pitch kind of lord of the demons and then there's the vaginal exorcism which is much more of like all the uh, what are they called in Harry Potter? Death oh, Dementors. Eaters. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Death Eaters is a thing also, but you're probably thinking of Dementors. Dementors. They just like all come out. Yeah, the ghosty like, things. Yeah. yeah. Suck out all your happiness. Yeah. And you have to eat chocolate to keep them away. In the books? Yeah. Or wait, or is it after? I, chocolate is a very important way to help ward off Dementors. Oh my goodness. Yeah. See? Mm, that's what it's about. Harry Potter is about sexual arousal. Okay, so then... Uh, there's also just exercise. Like if I am not physically up for the task of hiking or running or anything like that, Mm -hmm. the labor involved with arching and stretching and moving into my own body or another person's body can be sexually satisfying. And I like pressure stuff. Wait, are you saying that on a day where you do have the energy, hiking would help satisfy your sexual urge? No, if I don't. Like, if I need to get my heart rate up to uh-huh. just feel like a human, mm-hmm. then I could ch- trade out a hike. Be like, oh, I don't want to hike. It's raining or whatever. I'm going to lie down and press my energy and my body and my, like. Oh, so you have, like, the fitness urge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get fitness. it out. There we go. Okay. Through sex. And then there's also um, human contact. Just, like, boob. Um, what is that kangaroo care? I don't know what this term means. Um, with infants that are born premature, they'll have them spend a lot of time skin to skin contact. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's that same thing, like the healing of just human touch. Okay. Intimacy. So, 
So like not necessarily the eye gazing, but like the skin to skin is what really nails it for you. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. I, one, I feel really good hearing this from you because I haven't talked to a lot of people about it. I guess if I kept doing it, we'd probably find out that everyone's <laughs> got like a top five to 12. But it just, years of sex end, yet I had never really talked about this or heard this talked about a lot, you know? And it's like, wait a minute, yeah. this is a whole thing. You're right. No, that, well, when you were talking about it earlier on Sexplanations, I was, that's why I was just staring at you because my mind was oh. so, hard, so hard, like, oh my gosh, someone else. Okay, I thought you were. to their experience than I thought, like, yes, I know for myself, there are all these versions of it, but mm -hmm. I didn't know that that's how it was for other people. Yeah. Yeah, and for me, it, they're so distinct. Um, it's such a distinct need to like have a more kink or like, especially like when I'm feeling more kinky or like need power play, which are two very different things to me. Like a, it, it just, they're so tangibly different, but I feel almost crazy that this is part of my reality because I don't, you know, when you're like, I don't see myself reflected anywhere. Am I crazy for having all these different needs and urges? Mm. Or like if a partner, I've had partners, like, you know, in years where they were just so confused that I didn't need an orgasm to be like, ah, that's awesome. Like, no, really, awesome. And not like in that, no, no, just because I didn't have an orgasm, it's fine, it's fine. It's like, no, really. Like if I had had an orgasm, I still would be mad <laughs> because I didn't get this other thing. So thank you for giving me the other thing. Okay, so based on all the little conversations we've had, it sounds like... Oh, sorry, I have a, I have a dog issue. No. Come here, dude. I don't... There's no one coming in, so I don't know. Oh, neighbors. Probably neighbors walking by. Sorry. Cute. Tell me more. That um, when you talk about the couple scenario and how they may run out of options, mm -hmm. like, oh, okay, I. that's different to me that, that we have different ways to express sex, but the, the, what we want from it or what we need from it feels like the conversation you were looking for. Yes. Because that couple, in my mind, I'm like, oh yeah, of course they know that they could cuddle and they could, they could do all of these things, but I never think about people having a different intention for their sexual energy the way that I do. Yeah, I I just don't think that most people would, would even really have the awareness to really mine it. But I think just having such a, like, a weird sex ed background, you like think about these things and notice all the weird nuances that I wouldn't have normally thought about unless I had spent years studying this stuff. Um, but I just think it's an important tool. Like what if you and your partner for like 20 years have the same kind of sex for 20 years, like a couple times a week, but you were never aware that for those thousands of times you had sex, you got you had like five different notes that you tended to hit. And like depending on which day you got one of the five things out of it. I love this. Yeah? I love yes. 
Yeah, but you just didn't know that, oh, today it was more the boob sucking, and like tomorrow it might be that sexy look in their eye. But like this, the, the way you walked away satisfied every time was because something different was hit during that sexual encounter, even though from the outside it would look like you had the same sex every time. Yes. Okay, I feel like you hear me. Yes. I, yes. So. I, I hope I do. Yeah, I feel like. So they, that's what I've been thinking about. Yeah. So I'm not crazy. You're digging No, it. Okay. I don't think you're crazy at all. I think, so in my mind, I think I'm trying to get certain songs from people if we compare it to notes. And I will aim for like maybe what's vanilla or the, the melody that people are most comfortable with and don't realize that, oh, I actually need this person to humiliate me or yell at me. Mm-hmm. And so if I realized that I needed additional notes to the song that was really familiar then I would maybe not be so bitchy oh interesting I love the metaphor of music like I need a really strong bass like bass line this <laughs> yeah, time yeah. but it's all of the, a jam session on the same song yeah yes yeah yes yeah. and like weirdly today I need a triangle I don't understand I and tomorrow maybe a kazoo don't judge me yeah but if we don't realize, yes, I get what you're saying. I think you could write an entire book about this. It's profound what you've come up with. Thank you. Really? Thank you. I, if anyone else wants to write that book, that's cool. I'm not, I'm not gonna, <laughs> that's not something I'm going to do. Because <laughs> like, I'm excited about it, but like I've learned. Okay, and this is actually a good segue because um, we've been talking for, oh my God, I started a stopwatch and then didn't, where did it go? Oh, yeah, we've been talking for about 17 minutes. So I'm a weirdo that loves to talk about sex and ask people about things, and I love curiosity, and I can't wait to go outside and look at your RV. Yeah. Because I've been stalking a little bit on Twitter, and I'm just excited. It's going to be so great. Um, But sitting with you is really meaningful because it's near the end of the year of 2019 right now, Mm -hmm. and I haven't released a podcast in a really long time. I started a, a Patreon, and I admitted on your podcast, but I... I hold a lot of shame around my inability to be consistent in my content creation. And I I think I have a lot of respect for you because you struggle too, as so many content creators do, but you still keep it going. And I don't know what I need in order to do the long haul with, with this, but like, I don't know. One, I admire you. If you have any tips, I would love to hear them, but like, I basically love to interview people, love to release stuff, but I have really weird PTSD from childhood that I've been being treated for for years now around um, work and entertainment, <laughs> and it like will not go away. Like I've just accepted that, and and I had this like strange relationship and right when I started the Patreon that was like super abusive that kind of brought it all back, and basically I have to somehow figure out how to do what I love, which is podcasting and interviewing, but also like never hear from people on what they thought of the podcast. Like I need to ask all my friends to never text me like, oh, I heard your show. Like, I don't want to know that you listen to the show. And it's not stage fright. It's like, it's like this weird mental thing where I love the act of talking to you and being recorded and sharing that, but I can't, I, I don't, beyond that, I need to like not do anything with with my work. Does that make sense? It sounds like you love having students 
but hate having an audience. Oh. Or not that you hate having an audience, but you aren't open or like it's not you're not comfortable having an audience I love having listeners I don't like having fans would probably be a better way so isn't that a a thing that you can shift in your mind as to like I don't call my fans fans I will call them um a different thing. I'll call them sexplanauts or sexplaneteers or people who watch the show, right? I'll use person first because I'm also not comfortable having fans. Can it be a perspective change? Yes. I, Sandra, try, I feel like I tried that in 2017. Yeah. <laughs> I okay. feel like I've tried well, everything. Then I just, I keep trying to jimmy rig some way to keep doing work and not be so terribly affected by like feedback like I don't care about criticism it's like honestly like positive feedback from anyone Freak, like I just it's positive feedback I don't want to hear positive feedback I don't hear any I don't know I just want to put it out there and then just like pull down the curtains and be like I'm so glad that we're having this experience together but like I I think you're you're doing it right now by having this um Exclamation is it an exclamation on your podcast where you're saying what you need and they're listening and will hopefully act in accordance. You're doing it right now. You're setting boundaries. It's such a weird boundary. I think, yes. Okay. No, but you are totally, thank you. I appreciate it. You could say it at the beginning of every podcast. Like, don't, please don't talk to me. Also, I love you. Wasn't this fun? (laughs) Like that needs to be the sign up. Go team fun. Sex Nerd Sandra here. I am creating this podcast because I want to share this really cool conversation I had. And as usual, don't say anything to me <laughs> about it. It's, yeah, I, so can I admit something? I know that we're totally tight on time and what, like, whatever. What yeah, of course. So I have had years of amnesia. From the couple of, like, for especially the later years in my podcasting. So, like, I've lost years of my life <laughs> to, to some kind of, like, mental, like, sort of just off switch. So, like, getting my ability to, like, just kind of be calmer and gentle with myself and, like, allow space for just healing and, and, like, parts of my life will just kind of, I'm okay, I've accepted that will just always be really fuzzy and I still run into people who met me during a certain time in my life where I'm just like, I am so sorry. I have no recollection of you. And we've had a whole conversation. Like I just, it was just this, a terrible time in terms of my ability to like handle whatever was going on. That's like built into like my early childhood stuff that I just can't even explain, but <laughs> cool. So like I want to move forward and dive into sex ed again. And like, and like, and I love interviewing. Like I love... I mean, this is like super masturbatory, which is funny because that's what exactly <laughs> we were talking about on yours. But I don't know. That's what I'm working through. And I feel like really heard by you. But like just being able to say it and you looking at me right now, it feels weirdly healing. So thank you. You're welcome. I like you from afar. <laughs> um, but no, I really want to have a sustainable life and want to do more of this. Um 
when you and I met at Patricon of all places like a year and a half ago or so, mm-hmm. you were also dealing with some like just being tired from like there is this like constant creation thing that needs to happen. How are you doing with that? Uh, so I'll tie this back into my maybe suggestions for you and how you navigate it all. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a model called the Plissett model, which is on the <gasps> RV. I love the Plissett model. You knew it. We taught it in, we were taught it at um, San Francisco Sex Ed Sex Educator Training. Yeah. They're like big on the Plissett model. Perfect. I so, don't remember what it stands for. Mo- well, it, upside down triangle. Start yeah. with information. No, wait, no, that's not true at Permission. all. Permission. So it's saying that most issues, mm-hmm. not just the sexual health ones, although it is a sexology model can be resolved with permission. And then from there, smaller group needs limited information and even smaller group specific suggestions. And then like 5% of the population actually needs intensive therapy. So a clinical sexologist like myself works with the first three tiers. Mm-hmm. And I know this, right? So when I'm looking at myself and the, the things I struggle with, the first solution is permission. What do mm-hmm. I need permission for in order to, to feel more comfortable in my body? And one of the things that I give myself permission to do is quit whenever I feel like it. So if I don't want to make another episode, I give myself permission to not say goodbye. I give myself permission to end at any time, to like take a whole bunch of episodes that I've recorded but haven't edited them and not post them. Like if I, I have to put me before the audience, otherwise there's nothing for me to give the audience. Mm-hmm. So what do you need permission for? Um, I feel like the first thing in mind is I need permission to just be a terrible person. (laughs) (laughs) Done. Uh, No, I think it's something the guilt, but no, thank you. Thank you. I'm allowed to. Yeah. Yeah. You can quit at any time and you can change it and you can set boundaries on your own channel and people don't have to talk to their audiences and they they don't have to share their content. And I don't know. I, I think what you're doing is really cool. And it sounds like the goal isn't to have this huge fandom. The goal is to have cool conversations and share them with other people. That is correct. Yes. <laughs> Good. Yes. Yeah. Because honestly, also, wait, I don't know if I told you this when we first uh, hung out at the beginning of the, all this, but being basically being around physical therapy people all day and like being very vanilla I'm realizing like I need to have an outlet for where I can just sort of hang out and talk about stuff like sex because I can't do that at work and at school anymore like that's just not something that is appropriate it's like how do I channel that so I miss it too you know Mm. yeah you still get to talk about sex whenever you want lucky yeah but I think you can do that. It doesn't have to be on a podcast either. You you have people like me and other of our colleagues that you could call up anytime and be like, oh, I need to talk about sexual intention right now. Or, oh my gosh, you wouldn't believe these, you know, clinicians. Like, That's true. can you please talk about butt plugs? That's true. That was one really sad thing about starting to become like a sex professional is that suddenly my friends didn't want to talk about sex with me. Because they felt like they made me work. So I didn't get to actually have regular, fun, friend conversations about sex. Because it was like, but this is my favorite. I relate to that. Yeah? 
I kind of like that my friends respect it. <laughs> they don't want to make me work, but I, I do relate to that. Yeah, but not like in the, oh my God, Lindsay, can you please answer my question because I'm having a hard time with my wife. But like, like butts, am I right? Yeah. What a, what's like, you know, just the, the sloppy, Aww. gossipy, fun. That's fun. Well, anytime you can text or call, send Thank me you. emojis and I'll happily sext back, I guess. <laughs> Sex ed back. 2020, our year of eggplant. Uh, no, I just talking about, thank you, so talking about sexual satisfaction has been on my mind and I haven't talked with anyone. So just like that alone, I feel like it's really, maybe that's like one of my sexual satisfaction needs is talking about sex. Oh my God. <gasps> Epiphany. I don't feel like sexually satisfied. I feel like intellectually, like soulfully satisfied. It's like different. I feel soulfully satisfied. Thank you, Lindsay. You're welcome. Thanks oh. for enlightening me. You're welcome. In all the many ways that you do that. Good work. You're welcome. Thanks. I appreciate you uh, in the world and in my life. This is great. Let's go look at the RV. <gasps> Let's do it. Um, go team fun and all that. And um, check out Sexplanations in all the places yeah. for your ears and your eyeballs and, and your, your giving urges. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Go team fun. Bye-bye. <laughs>